welcome one and all to the Good Improv Boxing Day Spectacular. Sit back, relax, open up your ear holes, and be entertained. That's an order. Today we will be bringing you some improv sketches inspired by A Christmas Carol. I should just specify here too, we're talking about Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, not just like a random Christmas song like Silent Night. (laughs) Mr. Dickens, uh, thank you for coming in. Happy to. We at the uh, London Publishing Company, always happy to receive a new book from uh, Mr. Charles Dickens. Uh, We just finished it. Great. Just have a few questions. Uh, now, this is a, a Christmas ghost story. That's right. Yes. Did you love it? I, you know what? I, I have a few concerns. I have a few concerns. I have ghost stories on Christmas. People like telling creepy stories. Uh, but uh, in this first, uh, well, let's look at stave, stave one here, the, the first ghost. I call them staves. What do you think about that? Normally, I go with chapter. Yeah, I, I was a little thrown off by that. but uh, Mixing it up. My main concern. My main concern is uh, the Christmas ghost uh, is described as follows. Um, He entered the room. The heads of dead corpses hung from his sides and his slathering jaws reeked of the stench of death. He clawed down my face, making it spurt black blood, grabbed me by my throat and said, I'm going to take you on a journey to the past. You horrid, horrid little man. Pretty good stuff, huh? You really get the Christmas vibe from it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's just that's just it. That's just it. Uh, I don't so much get a Christmassy vibe. This is this is quite horrific, hmm. uh, quite violent. Uh, you know, maybe we can lighten that up a little bit. You know, make it a little like little kids are probably going to be wanting to read this, right? Uh, well, I have a I actually have a child character in the book. Tiny Tim, you probably remember. He's the, the poor crippled boy with the horrible disease. Uh, let me read uh, the description of Tiny Tim. Wonderful. He limped into the room. His rasping breath sent chills down up Scrooge's spine. Open sores and pustules from the side of his face. His mother looked and began to cry, but hid her tears from the horror that was her offspring. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, again, uh, maybe we could tone that down a bit. You know, maybe a, a limp, bit of a cough. Instead of having her cry, maybe she's, she, she weeps. Like, change the wording up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's just, I'm just, I'm just saying, seems a little, seems a little harsh. Seems a little harsh. Uh, we, we've run some tests oh. on this, and uh, I mean, people want to, you know, not be grossed out and horrified so much. A little scared, a little scary. That's fine. A little scary is good. Uh, this is um, horrifying, Mr. Dickens. I, you're seeing, you're seeing my point. You're seeing where I'm going, right? Not really. No, I've written this beautiful, timeless Christmas tale, and you're here telling me that you don't even detect Christmas in it whatsoever. I, I want a second opinion. I want a second opinion here. But Mr. Ward, could you could you come in here, please, Mr. Ward? Yes, I loved it. Loved every word. There it is. That makes sense to me. Now that I understand. Loved the disgustingness. Loved the filth. Could have been filthier, but I loved it. Uh, Let me introduce Mr. Ward. He is uh, a wanted sex offender. Uh, He's been in prison several times. He can't seem to stop. Uh, And he loved your book. 
Loved it. Thank you for joining us here today. I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. So it's hard what does for me that to tell take you? some time out of sex offending, but I'm happy to be here. The book got him to stop sex offending for a few minutes. Like, I mean, is there a better endorsement? I, I, I think you're missing the point. I think this is the type of person the, your book is appealing to, especially in the later chapters when the spirit of Christmas present is left alone uh, with Tiny Tim. I'm not even going to read those aloud. Uh, Mr. Dickens. Those are awful, awful, awful things. And then the Ghost of Christmas Future uh, shows Scrooge's corpse being desecrated. Yes. And and unspeakable things being done to it. This is a horrific book. I cannot in all good. good I cannot in all good consciousness publish this. I'm sorry. It's going to be a, a no. Well, it's called A Christmas Carol. Did you even pick up on any of the Christmas undertones? Like, for instance, the scene you were talking about where the ghost of Christmas present has his way with Tiny Tim over and over again. That was great. Great writing. Thank you. I really liked it. When I was writing it myself, I was just like, oh, my God, I would read this. But I distinctly remember describing a small reef inside the room during that scene. Yes, uh, I, I suppose so. Yes. Centering it all back on Christmas the way that we wanted it. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. I uh, I also have uh, take objection a little bit to the scene where uh, where it it, it Scrooge claims he learns the true spirit of Christmas, and then he immediately visits a prostitute, which you describe in in minute detail. Oh yeah, I got a lot of feedback on my last book that said you had a guy go to a prostitute, but then you didn't describe anything that happened. So I took that criticism on. Decided I would go ahead and give the people what they wanted. That was from me, by the way. Ah, uh, see, a longtime fan. You can always tell when a longtime fan is is enjoying it. I think we could publish this book, Mister Mister Dickens, if you just make some minor changes. Changes make make the ghosts a little less sexier, horrific. Well, a little less horrific. Sexier? I'm hearing sexier. Well, maybe make, let's like make the ghost of Christmas past maybe an ethereal like. You can't tell how old the ghost of Christmas past is. It old? Is yeah, it young? perfect. Is it, yeah. Is it... Oh, like an elder god sort of thing. No, no, yeah, I think, yeah. no. You're reading this really. Number. Okay. All right. No. You know what? I I see now that I shouldn't have said anything, Mister Dickens. I, I I if I had my druthers, no one will ever read a Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. I, I I'm going to pass, and I'm going to tell what? every publisher in town not even to look at it that it's filth. And and that's my stance, Mr. Dickens. I'm sorry. Well, I just don't understand. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of good feedback here. A lot of good feedback I'm hearing. No, Mr. Dickens, this is, this is horrible feedback. I what? brought in a, a, a disreputable sex offender who liked the book to show you how horrible the feedback was. Uh, if he I'm liked very, it, there's something wrong. I'm very proud of my reputation as a sex offender. Thank you very much. I guess I can make a few concessions to you here, okay? I'm willing to make a few changes. I would be willing to look at it if you would take a lot of this filth out and replace it with something wholesome. Like, maybe maybe instead of having the Tiny Tim character torn apart by rabid wolves, he could just be torn apart by regular wolves. Lose the rabies? Lose, lose the rabies. That's, that's a step, a Tiny Tim step in the right direction. I don't like it. I just I feel like that's integral to the to the book, you know? If we don't have the rabid wolves, it's going to harm it, but 
having no wolves at all, I feel like would just shatter the entire world. Might as well Another just question any other too. book. Right, exactly. May as well be reading an Archie comic. I, well, I, another question, too, is, is what is the point of this? Because at the end of the book, the character of Mr. Scrooge clearly does not learn anything. There is no redemption for him. He actually goes to Tiny Tim's house. After the prostitute visit, yes. After the prostitute, yes. And he, he punches Bob Cratchit in the throat. That's right. With no explanation. I thought that the reader would have picked up on all of the undertones at that point. I didn't want to, like, ham-fistedly explain to them why he was punching Bob Cratchit in the throat. I trust my readership a little more than that. I got it. Right, exactly. Seems like it's pretty obvious. Did you actually read the book, sir? I read the book. I read the book. Yes, I did. I read the book. I, in disbelief, like a train wreck, I couldn't turn away. Me Look, either. If you like it so much, why don't you publish it? Why don't you go in together, publish the book yourself, self-publish it? That doesn't sound entirely awful. Do you make a lot of money doing your sex offense work, or...? None at all. I do it for the love of it. I don't do it for the money. See, that's why I do it, too. That's exactly why I write. Just for the love of it. And then some suit behind a desk is like, oh, no, your Christmas story is too terrifying. And the scene where the scene where the boy is molested by the ghost is, like, too real for me. It's like, maybe if you jumped out of your ivory tower for five minutes, you'd see what's happening on the streets of London here, huh? I tell you what's not happening on the streets of London. Uh, people punching people in the throat. Uh, then, you know, uh, while their pustule leaking horrific child is being torn apart by rabid wolves. I told you I'd lose the rabid part, all right? Those be regular wolves. I told you that already. I'm going to need you both to leave my office. I, this meeting is over. This is a mistake even bringing you in. I can keep that book, though, right? <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, yes, yes. What? Yes. I am here to show you your past. Your terrible, terrible past. To change you. Oh. Oh. You're the spirit that Marley was speaking of. <laughs> Observe. This is me introducing myself to you. Do you recall this event in your past? Well, well yes. That, 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 that just happened like a second ago? Yes, yes, I... I do recall that, yes. Witness now another terrifying vision of your past. <laughs> Here I am explaining that you're seeing me introducing myself to you. Do you recall this event from your past, Ebenezer? This was a second ago. This was just a second ago. This just happened just now. Yes, I recall this. Yes. It's, it's barely past. It's almost, it's almost present very well. You want a deeper dive into your past then, do you, Ebenezer? <laughs> Here I am introducing myself to you. Do you recall this terrifying event, Scrooge? Yeah, yes, I do, and, and to your credit, it was terrifying at the time, yes. Are you picking up on any lessons yet? None come to mind, if I'm being completely honest. Then perhaps this will help you understand. Here I am asking if you've learned a lesson yet, Scrooge. Do you recall this? Yes, 
Yes, yes, you just you just asked me that. And have you learned a lesson now, Scrooge? No, I have not. I'm, I'm just as miserly and horrible as I was before. I don't see why I shouldn't be. I am able to afford this nice set of apartments, these nice rooms. Uh, look, look, look at my velvet bed curtains. I mean, they're beautiful. All right. Then I have one last place I can take you that is sure to change your mind, Ebenezer. Here we are. Back to when I first introduced myself to you. Do you recall this, Ebenezer Scrooge? Yes, you've already shown me this, actually. I, in fact, you're seeing this, and I'm also seeing us there behind us. You're showing me this, showing me this. That's right, Ebenezer Scrooge. And have you changed your ways now? No! Still no. Why would I? We haven't even left my apartments! <laughs> I was in charge of getting Christmas Carol on VHS and had a little bit of mix-up at the Blockbuster. I did get a movie, but it is not the traditional Christmas Carol that our students are expecting here at Jefferson High School. I'm sure it'll be fine. This is called A Christmas Hair Hole. As starring Ebenezer Splooge. Uh, it is a pornographic film, but the exact same plot points, same moral, and all of that is just a lot more sex. It's a sexier okay. version. Sounds okay. Okay, but he is visited by three spirits and he learns to care about people, as long as those points are in there. Essentially, that's what happens. Sure. I mean, there's, okay. you know, a lot of sex throughout. I thought you guys would be really upset. I thought you'd be like, oh, this is disgusting. How can you show this to our students? We're in a pinch here. We got to do what we got to do. A lot of them haven't read the book. There's no way they're going to be able to write reports on this if they don't see the movie. Right. Now we cut to after that has been viewed by the students. Uh, I, I just have a couple of questions there, uh, teacher. Yeah. Uh, well... I remember when we first were talking about A Christmas Carol, the book, the, the ghosts, well, they visit him in sequence, whereas here all three ghosts were having sex with Scrooge at one time. So I'm just curious as to which one was the accurate portrayal there. Well, he got visited by all three, right? He ended up with ectoplasm all over him at the end, so. Right. But this was all three at once. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the one we watched. Yeah, yeah. I think the original tale, they ganged up on him like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, why was the one character called Tiny Tim? Because uh, I, I, Well, you he, saw he was a midget, right? Yeah, but his penis was enormous, though. Yeah, that yeah. was really big. Yeah, it was an ironic name because his penis is so huge. Oh, irony. Okay, yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, like I little John, big yeah. guy. Uh, another question here, teacher. Yeah. Uh, the ghost of Jacob Marley, I thought, was supposed to have chains wrapped around him, but he kind of chained Scrooge down into a spread eagle position on the desk. Uh, I'm just mm -hmm. curious, then, was Jacob Marley using his chains on Scrooge, or did he himself wear the chains? Well, he used the chains on Scrooge, as you can see, and Scrooge did not use the safe word, which was bah humbug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, always use your safe word. That's what I learned from this. Exactly. That's the moral I would take away. I wouldn't worry about the authenticity of, of what you saw. There's so much as the moral at play, which is always use a safe word when you're engaging in those activities. I, I have a, a technical question about the movie. Yeah. And the, the spirit of Christmas present yelled, come in and know me better, man. How'd they time that? Well, 
That's a that's a good question. One you should probably write to the director and ask them, or maybe watch the director's cut. I'm gonna give you the director's cut to take oh, home and okay. watch. I'd it's appreciate got that. Four extra hours of footage, so that should answer any questions that you have. Uh, I have one more question about the film. Yeah. I don't remember there being a pizza delivery guy at any point during the book. Pizza is a traditional Christmas meal, I believe, in whichever part of England they were in. Traditional English pizza. Also, you'll notice the plumber showed up to fix a leaky pipe. Mm -hmm. Were pipes a big problem in England at this time? Huge, huge. They had a very big problem with plumbing. Constantly needed to be cleaned. Okay, got it. Yes, and the pool boy as well in the third act showing up there. So, yeah, it just it just felt like a lot because we already had the three ghosts kind of doing Scrooge, and then we added three more characters. They all seem superfluous. Those those ones like the ghosts get hungry after all that haunting, you know. I guess I'm also curious why the pizza guy and the pool boy and the plumber also left ectoplasm all over Scrooge. Because it seems to me that they weren't ghosts at all. They were just regular humans. It was a ghost story, stupid. They're all, they all have ectoplasm. Yeah. Oh, those all three were ghosts. Oh, geez. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm sorry, one last question here. Uh, Scrooge seems to be a lot more religious in the film than he was in the book, constantly screaming out for God and praising God and saying, oh, God, a lot. Mm -hmm. More so than in the book. I don't recall him say calling to God even once in the book. Well, as you'll note, this is a Catholic school that you're attending, so you're going to get a religious version, a little more God in the story. I like that. That makes sense. I have one last question for you, teacher. Sure. Why do I feel funny down here when I watch the movie, but I didn't feel that way when I read the book? Yeah. That's the feeling of Christmas. That's the Christmas spirit inside of each oh, and every one of you. Oh, that's what it is. Christmas spirit, oh, of course. Oh, all right. Yeah. I feel the Christmas spirit whenever I, I watch the girls do gym class. That's, that's what that is. No homework this week. Yay! Yay! Ebenezer Scrooge. What, what? What are you doing here? Just wanted to hang out, you know. <sighs> oh my God! This is a hundred times worse than you just coming to haunt me for one night. You want to hang out? Yeah, just, just, just wanted to chat. You know, I mean, how, how have you been? Well, I'm living on the street now. Oh. Whereas last year I was living in a big mansion, if you remember correctly. Uh, to be fair, the future we showed you was you, uh, if you didn't change your ways, you, you died in your house and nobody loved you. But, you know, I, uh, I mean, we didn't say what the future would hold if you, if you did change your ways, though. I mean, we didn't show you that. So. No, but you pretty heavily implied it was going to be good. Well. You pretty heavily implied that if I changed my ways, everything was going to kind of work out for me. You know, you really heavily implied that. We never said that. If you look in our contract, we never stated one time that it would be guaranteed good for you. We said other people would be great, you know, and people would love you. And yeah, surely people love you now, right? No, people spit on me as they walk by on the street. They're like, oh, there's that Scrooge guy. And look, now he's living in the gutter. We can just do whatever we want to him. And they like spit on me, hit me with their canes. Oh. A rich guy that I know, he like looked away when I looked at him. I was like, hey, Steve, it's, it's me, Ebenezer. And he was like, no. Nope. Oh, wow. He like, pulled his top hat down over his eyes so he wouldn't have to see me. 
Maybe it would have been better off if we'd never come to visit you, huh? Yeah, I definitely would have been better off had you never come to see me. Yes, 100%. Or would you have? Let's have the ghost of Christmas past take you back to the past when the ghost of Christmas past took you back into the past to see if you would have been better off. No, I don't want to go back to the mansion and relive that now. Yes, here we are, Scrooge. I remember my fabulous mansion. There you are in your bed. Oh, my nightcap. There's there's the ghost of Christmas past taking you. Oh, look, you look very reluctant to go, Scrooge. Yeah, well, that was good instincts on my part back then. Only we could have been more open with the ghost of Christmas past. Maybe this 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 present could have been avoided. You know, maybe 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 you're the problem. Maybe you could have uh, you know met him halfway. So, so what? You're sticking it to me because I didn't behave properly with the ghost of Christmas past last year. Oh, now let's let's have the ghost of Christmas present take you to your present. Ooh, Ebenezer. Yeah, yeah, I I remember the present. I remember the pre- I'm living in a gutter. You are currently living in a gutter in the now. Right. Is there a lesson here, or or is this just kind of you're just kind of telling me what I already know? You are going to question everything you know. Is there a lesson here? Is there not a lesson here? Ooh. You know, just making the ooh sounds doesn't make it more scary, all right? I already am. My situation's pretty horrible. Ooh. So the present is just kind of us hanging out where I live here in the gutter? That's, that's what the present is going to bring? Yeah, it's us hanging out. If you got some time, you got an hour? Yeah, I got, I got an hour. Great. Ooh. Do you have anything to do, or are you just going to be haunting me during this time? I have nothing to do. My schedule is wide open. Well, this is what I do. I kind of just sit in the gutter here while people spit on me. How boring. Yeah, it's, yeah I would say more horrifying than boring, but yeah, I guess boring too. What does the future hold? <sighs> and dear Scrooge, is a worse deeper gutter than you will be living in that you're living in now if you don't change your ways to do what I've, I've already changed my ways okay what do you want me to do you want me to not drink puddle water and eat rats to get by what do you want me to do this future will be yours this fate will be yours scrooge it looks largely similar to what i'm doing now you were living in a gutter in a much nicer part of town this gutter is in a much worse part of town i see okay Okay, so the rich people won't even walk by anymore, then. Exactly. Have Christmas spirit in your heart, Scrooge, or this fate will be yours! All right, all right. (sighs) 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 Hey, hey, you there! No, don't ignore me! Don't- Hey, you can see me! What day is- Come on! Oh, you're just gonna walk by. You're just gonna walk by. Fine. All right, whatever. Hi, there's that guy who lives in the gutter! Yeah. Get a job, you bum! <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge, it is I, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. And the things that I have to show you will startle you. Oh, spirit, I fear you more than the other ghosts I have seen, but I'm ready to follow. Please, please lead the way, and I will, I will follow gladly. Let's go, then. We move into your future. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see here, it's a large mansion. And, oh, look, here comes your wife, actress Charlize Theron. Oh, oh my goodness. 
that's that's my wife in, in the future. Yes, Ebenezer. Let's move further into your mansion now. <laughs> this is the gold vault. As you can see, it is stocked as high as the eye can see with gold, jewels, and precious treasures. Well, all right, all right. Well, this, I mean, all of this seems lovely. I mean, this is my future. And now to your children's room! No, 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 As you can see, your beautiful children asleep in their beds, awaiting their Christmas gifts in the morning. Oh, they all look like their mother. Each one of them healthier than the last. But, um... So this is if I don't change my ways? This is what awaits you if you will continue on your path, Ebenezer. All right. Okay. Well, I, let's, uh, let's see Bob Cratchit's house, because uh, Bob Cratchit uh, clearly uh, was, was not well off, and Tiny Tim was very sick. So if I don't change my ways, surely, surely uh, bad things will happen to them. Let's go check them out now, Ebenezer, if you want to be even more startled. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Now that my son is dead, my life is immeasurably better. Oh. That would spare up a lot more income, now that I think about it. Tiny Tim was a burden on his family that will be removed if you continue on your path, Ebenezer. The money I've saved by not having to buy my son medicine, I can feed my family for an entire year. I must say, a Spirit, uh, if, if I may, I, I, just, I seem to be getting some mixed messages here, because the other two... Spirits were very, very, very clear that, that the, the path I was on was, was one of horrible consequences and that made me feel very bad about my current life. But I have to say, this, this, uh, I'm not unhappy with this. This seems quite lovely. Oh, really, Ebenezer? Well, let's flash right to Christmas Day then as you go to open your presents. <laughs> oh, oh. There you are opening your gift. As you can see, it is a solid gold pipe. Wow. You asked your family for a gold-plated pipe with platinum on the inside. But I, they gave me a, a, a gold one instead, solid gold. Solid gold instead of the gold plating with platinum inside. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I look anguished now, but I'm sure I could console myself uh, in my large mansion... Very well, very well. If this doesn't frighten you, let's flash forward another 35 years of Christmas. <laughs> Here we are at the cemetery. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Yes, oh, that's right, okay. Ebenezer. Oh, this is where you harvest the stem cells to keep yourself alive, attaining near immortality. Oh, oh. Oh, oh th yes, there I am over there. And that's, oh, my goodness. Shelly Theron still looks incredible. Yes, yes, she's also been enjoying the stem cell treatments. Oh my god. This is what awaits you, Ebenezer. This this is my future if I don't change my ways. That's right. Oh well, spirit, let me just let oh 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 the spirits did it all in one night. Of course they can they do whatever they want. The spirits wait, wait. You there, boy! What day is it? Well, it's boxing day, sir. Tell you what, young lad, um, go to hell. I'm going to go back to bed. You're here to scare Ebenezer, I presume? Yeah. I scared Ebenezer Scrooge to death. Come on. What? Seriously? I'm sorry, guys. I guess I was too spooky. He died when I went to go haunt him. We're supposed to bring the spookiness up with each ghost, right? Christmas past kind of gets him in there. 
present, stepping up the spookiness a little bit. Future comes in and really knocks his socks off. I'm supposed to be the scary one. What did you do? You're just supposed to take him. You're supposed to show him his school and his, his, his former love interest at some stupid party. How did you scare him to death? I took him back in time and he saw his parents having sex. What? Why would you do that? Because I thought it'd be really scary for him. I thought he would, you know, get really freaked out and redeem himself. We have a system. They do not get redeemed until the third ghost has passed through, right? That's why we have know, three ghosts. I know, I They don't yeah. redeem on the past ghost. You don't redeem on the present ghost. You redeem on the future ghost. You set him up. He's pretty sure by present. And then future just reiterates everything and drives it home. It's right in the script. I know, I deviated from the script. I thought I could, you know, improvise a little. We've done hundreds of these. Oh my god. So so he's dead. He's dead now. He's dead. He's, There's no he's point. He's dead. He's totally dead. And he had no unfinished business, so he's not even a ghost. He just passed right on to the other side. <sighs> I had a whole bunch of really cool things lined up for the present. I... Ah, oh, man. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. This, I feel like this one's on me a little bit. It is you know? 100% on you! Well, let's not go that far. I mean, you know, I did spook him pretty good. Alright, look. I, I Look, we just all hang out here for the night. Go back. Tell the guys at head office. Yeah, we haunted him. You seem pretty redeemed by the end. You know, maybe nobody will notice. Yeah, I think that's the play. I think we just cover it up and eventually his body will be discovered. They'll assume he just died of natural causes. And we just move on. We sweep it under the rug. We all forget about it. I think, I think that's the play. Except for the uh, fact that Scrooge's wife saw me scare him to death. So we're probably going to have to murder her too in order to murder? continue murder the cover-up. Well, yeah, it's going to have to be a murder. I mean, you know. And you said two, almost like you murdered Scrooge yourself. Yeah. I thought he was like, scared like, to death. As well as adding on two. In addition, is kind of what you're saying. In addition to murdering Scrooge, we will now have to murder his wife. Suggesting yeah. there was an antecedent murder to justify the word two. And it gets a little bit worse because she's been talking about this a lot to her family. So we're just spreading... The list of oh. bodies that we're going to have to kill is it's really stacking up here. We're up to 50. 55. I became a ghost of Christmas future so I wouldn't have to kill people. I didn't want to be a killing people ghost. Right, the whole point was to redeem them so they wouldn't have to be killed. Yeah, I really stepped in it this time, huh? To say the least. This is the worst day. If I had a ghost of Christmas past that could take me back and stop me from doing what I did, this whole thing could have been averted. But unfortunately, I'm the only ghost of Christmas past these days. Okay, it's, it's sounding more and more like you definitely murdered Scrooge and not that yeah. he was scared to death. Yeah, yeah, this, this sounds like almost premeditated at this point. What you did? What did you do to him? Well, I took him back, like I said, and he saw his parents having, having sex. sex and... yeah. And then what, while he was back was turned, you like hit him in the head with a vase? Like what no, happened? No, no, I tried to muffle his screams and I may have inadvertently suffocated him to death. Oh God, you pulled it of mice and men. I, look, I got to phone this in, you guys. I got to phone it in. I mean, this is getting too big. If it was just one guy, there's a wife, there's other people involved. I, I got to let head office know. If you phone it in, we're going to have to murder you too. Murder me too. Wait, hold on. I'm not murdering anyone, especially not a fellow ghost. 
We're all in this together. I don't see how you went and you killed this man. We arrived. He was dead. I don't see how we're in anything together. I just showed up for work like normal, okay? I'm like, okay, well, time to do the present haunting. I show up here. Next thing I know, you're telling me about how you murdered Scrooge. I don't even have my cloak on yet for the foggy graveyard scene that the present's going to drop him off at. The graveyard's going to be his present now, it turns out. So what are we going to do? We're going to have to shuffle the whole script around. Apparently. We're the ghosts of Christmas. We're supposed right. to stick together. <sighs> So, like, do you have a plan or what? Like, just, or... Murder! Oh, more murders, okay. Just more murders. <laughs> going over the list of people we've had ghosts visit and making sure they're redeemed. Let's see. We've got... Got John Wayne Gacy here. And it looks like he, in the end, after all this, after being visited by three ghosts, he bought a turkey for a hungry family. So I'm going to call that a redemption. It's good. Okay, let's see here. We have Ted Bundy, notorious killer. Killed a lot of people. And bought a turkey for a hungry family. Redeemed. Nice. Solid redemption there. All right, let's see here. Okay. Oh, Scott Peterson, wife killer. Killed his wife. Did not buy a turkey for a hungry family. Not oh, redeemed. Ugh. That one actually really pains me. I thought we had him. I really thought we had him. Uh, I've been working on a file here. One that I know everybody's kind of eager to leave alone. German dictator Adolf Hitler. I'm happy to say that he bought a turkey for a needy family. Oh, redeemed. Redeemed. That's, that's right. good. I see another one here. Brutal dictator Joseph Stalin bought a family for a hungry turkey in the end. So, kind of mix that up. Not redeemed. Uh, I mean, he still okay. bought something for hungry something. Half redemption, at least. Well, okay. All right. Half redemption. I'll rectify that. <sighs> yes. Yes. Okay. So, that looks like we have redeemed as many of the evil people on Earth as we could throughout history. And now we come to a guy named Phil who double parked. He's going to need to be redeemed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. It is like, it is like, uh, half an hour till closing. I just, uh, I just, I just don't feel like starting a new case up, you know, getting a profile, finding points in this guy's life. We're going to take him back to, to learn the, le I mean, it's a, it's a long process. Right? We, we've done a lot of these. We can't win them all. Right. I mean, if Finn, Phil, Phil, is it Phil? It's has built. to be tortured for all eternity, then I mean, I guess he just has to be tortured for all eternity. We have redeemed some of the most notorious people throughout history. We're talking killers, genociders, dictators, torturers. And you're telling me we can't redeem a guy named Phil who double parked his car? That's the only bad thing he's done? I guess we could torture him for eternity. It just seems a large price to pay for such a small transgression. It Look at our record this year. We got Stalin and Hitler this year. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. The, the higher-ups are going to see that, and they're going to be like, job well done, spirits. They're not going to be like, oh, you didn't get Phil, though. Yeah. Well, those are yeah. some big wins, but I feel like if we take care of the Hitlers and the Stalins and we let the Phils slip through the cracks, it really reflects badly on the Council of Ghosts. Fine, fine, fine. You know what? I'll take on Phil. I'll, I'll, I'll take on Phil right now, okay? We cut to Phil. Uh, so, Phil, I'm... I'm here to visit you. Do you redeem your sins? 
how'd you get into my house? Who the hell are you? Back to the meeting. So I gave it my best shot, but uh, he seemed irredeemable. If I'm being quite honest, you you gave it your best shot. We were watching. You you didn't even introduce yourself. Well, to be fair, he was very aggressive right off the bat, right? Hugely aggressive, and like his body language too. It wasn't just the what he said; it was the way he said it. That was the other part of it. I could tell. Irredeemable. Irredeemable. He had yeah. a tone. He had a tone. But I feel like we really didn't put our best foot forward there. We could have <sighs> pulled a weaker. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. You want me to go? You want me to go get a shot? Yeah, you give it a shot. Yeah. All right. Okay. We cut to Phil. Phil, I am the ghost of Christmas past. A ghost? I'm here to show you. A ghost. I'm here to show you the air of your ways, Phil. Unless you have other better things to do, because it is going to take quite a while. It is Christmas Eve. I did kind of have a big dinner planned with the whole family and all that. I mean, can this wait at all? going to be a long involved process okay yeah maybe do it another time then because i have a big dinner like i said with the family the, the turkey's just getting done so if that's your decision phil then oh, we will buy fire. okay cool yeah you can come back another time back to the meeting hey yeah sorry no we didn't want to do it was not interested not taking that bait okay phil. wait hold on hold on hold on We've tried the Ghost of Christmas past. We've tried the Ghost of Christmas present. This Phil character is a tough nut to crack. Maybe. Maybe I go back. Maybe we try the Ghost of Christmas future. Put the screws to him, you know? All I'm saying is it took one ghost to get Hitler to be redeemed, okay? We're throwing three ghosts at this Phil guy? Like, I mean, honestly, let's just take our wins. Now that, is not the like time to give up. 20 minutes to five. Come on, guys. It's not Are, the time to give up. We're so close. We have such a great record this year. Okay, you know what? I'm going back. I'm going back. Fine. We cut to Phil. Phil, it is I, the ghost of Christmas future. Look and gaze upon what will happen if you double park your car. The person who owns that car won't be able to get in or out because you're parked... Right beside the driver's door, oh. they'll have to go in the passenger door and oh, scooch I across the console. That's pretty inconvenient of me, I guess. I'm, yeah, I'm just, like, causing inconvenience, I guess. I guess it's uh, Phil, yeah, honey, guess. come back to bed. Come back to bed. Who are you talking to? Come back to bed. Just, just a ghost, sweetie. Yeah, hey, uh, look, I, I gotta go, man. It's, it's our night. Can you know? Kind of try. We're, we're trying to have a kid. Uh, oh. You know, she's ovulating. I'm putting on the Luther Vandross. Oh boy! Okay, yeah, okay, it's gonna be well, Merry I, Christmas, to Phil. I can't hey, interrupt nice, that. All right, nice. It was nice talking to you. All right, I, oh, I'll okay, see you later. Okay. Back to the meeting. All right, I tried, so I guess we'll torture him for all eternity. All eternity Good. in hell. Good. All right, put it on, stamping it. All right, there we go. Sweet, five minutes to go, boys. Hey, well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, job good well job done. This year. Job well done this year. This is the end of the Good Improv Boxing Day Spectacular. Thank you for being here with us. Be sure to check out goodimprov.com for more comedy content. And have a wonderful year. Bah humbug, one and all.